Good evening, everybody. Welcome to the Sixer Podcast. This is Ratbone filling in for Kevmo once again. That was really fun last time. We had to keep it going. Uh, I'm joined by last time's guest, uh, baby boy on the streets, Bobby Cardoni. That's Welcome right. Back. I, I, I cannot believe it that uh, Kevmo Sixer Podcast is having me back after I insulted the entire city of Chicago. And their style of pizza. Don't get me started. I was thinking about it on a drive today. Headed to New York tomorrow. Um, Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. Suck it, Chicago. New York style pizza. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Kevin. I'm sorry. Okay. And just let's get it. Let's just get it done with. If pizza can't be picked up, it's a meal. And a meal's (laughs) not pizza. Pizza's a snack. Mm, I will disagree with you there. Pizza can be a snack or a meal. Don't make it a meal. Don't make it a meal. It shouldn't be a meal. I so so right now I am so since we last podcasted, I have quit my job. I I I I, I saw the future in Kebcoin and podcasting. <laughs> and I quit my job. Right. right. So I'm like basically retired right now. And sure. all I've done and all I've done is just eat pizza for the past week. And and part of that I count as having pizza as like a as a side dish to salad. Like, yes, I will have a salad and a slice of pizza on the side. Well, Bobby, feel- it sounds like you're making all the right decisions this week. Yes, I am. Um and if anybody is curious um, what myself or Bobby looks like, Bobby, did you know that you look a lot like Beeple? Who's Beeple? Do you know Beeple? <laughs> no. He's um he's the dude that um he was the first like digital artist to like sell all of that in um and am I uh, an NFT? Yes. Yes. yes yes that's I'm a million you you and people look a lot alike <laughs> I'm a millionaire. um and if you don't know who people is you just should look, look up bobby and just look yeah, up bobby yeah just just google b-o-b-b-y yeah <laughs> search <laughs> and then you'll you'll know what people looks like so this week we are we had an idea last podcast um we, Last we, decided episode. To, we decided to challenge ourselves. Yes, which was a challenge. Um, our theme today is songs our wives hate, but we love. Yeah. And Fair? I'll tell you, this was harder for me to come up with three songs to like define three songs that I love that my wife hates. But I had to pick like my top three songs that I love that my wife hates. This was harder for me to pick than to pick out my top three songs that I love. Hmm. I don't know about you. Yeah, no, I, um, um, for those of you, which is most who don't know my wife, um, she is not a hater. So it's, it's hard to find anything that she that strongly um, objects to. So it, it was really hard. I actually had to play her a good amount of stuff and 
I was saying like, do you hate this? <laughs> like, do you hate this? Do you hate this? And a lot of the time she's like, no, nah, it's okay. But there's, there's three in here that she uh, strongly agrees with that she, she hates. How about you? Are, are I, all three I, yours? Does your wife hate all three? Oh, oh, she hates all three. <laughs> but, uh, but I had it like I had it, so so. I really like brought it down to like bands that really I love. They're they're gonna be like there's it's 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 three genre. There's gonna be like three, like reasons, like things, like ways that she hates them like there's bands that i loved before she met me Mm -hmm. and then there's like bands that i i've i've like there's like genres that i've come to love since we've known each other and then there's just things that she just like absolutely hates but um it was it was funny it like came down today i was like I, we live in our basement. We are still kind of like pandemic timing. And she's like, I, like I, I'm sitting over here at the desk and I have a list of like still like 10 artists. And I'm like, okay, out of these 10 artists, you got to give me five that you hate the most. And she's like, why? And I'm like, for, it's, for, it's for the podcast. It's for the sixer. That I'm like, all right. So out of those five, you got to pick two out of this genre why you hate them so it's going to be it's going to be interesting and and a lot of it i mean i mean she, it, it, it was almost as hard for her to pick the bands that she hates the most as it was for me it was easier for me to pick like oh here's like a like like she helped i mean she definitely was just like oh like i had like five bands and she was like well here's 10 more that i hate and i'm like what you hate that band so anyway, my wife and I, we, yeah, like we started dating in the era of mix CDs and, and, um, I used to like make these mix CDs for her when we were like dating and I'd like put all these bands on there that I thought she would love. And she like hated them. She was just like, Oh yeah, that, that was cute. I'm like, but, but but it's scared of Shaka. Like, how do you not like them? Like you like rock and roll. Like, I don't get it. And anyway, so I would like to go back and uh, listen to all the mix CDs that I, I mean, I made, I've made, I'm sure you've made more, but I'm, I would say I'm over 1500 making mix CDs for sure. Definitely. don't think I've made 1500. I'm not that you may, you may have. That's that's pretty. Nah, uh... maybe not that many. <laughs> that seems like a lot. <laughs> that's a lot of CDs. That's a lot. But but there did, is definitely um... an art form, and I I definitely love making a mix CD for someone, and then them coming back like two years later or three years later and being like, "Holy shit, man! You put Vampire Weekend on that on this mix CD for me like four years ago, and then they like blew up." And I'm like, "Yeah, man, trust me." Trust yeah. Me. I... I, I'm a yeah. guest host on the Sixer podcast. Like I know what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. They they needed credentials to get in here. Yeah. Um, if anybody couldn't, if anybody, um, obviously you couldn't. But earlier, you should have seen Bobby. Um, oh, it just looks like he quit his job this week. He had his 
feet just propped up <laughs> again. They had to bend oh, against man. the wall. They were over your head. Like you walked into Scrooge McDuck's office and flipped the table, put your feet up. Oh man, the feet were up. I'm telling you, just I'm, so smug. The retired life your, this week. You quit your job and you just become this. I'm a free spirit. maniac. I know. I'm a free spirit. Um, but uh, well, how about uh, starting it off, Bobby? All right, I'm gonna start it off, and I'm gonna start it off with like the like a, a big shocker. Because I want to say that out of my three songs, this was kind of like the biggest shock that my wife was like, A number one, I hate this band. Are we going in levels of hate? No, I'm just going on levels of like, uh, this is like, this was like the one that she was just, that I was just like, holy cow. Like, oh, really? you can't, couldn't believe it, huh? I guess like if, if, if I was like a good podcast host, I'd save this till the end, but I'm just going to throw it out there. My wife hates modest mouse. Who's that? Modest mouse. Hmm. And I I've love them. Of them. They are like my, like one of my favorite bands. Really? And uh, I've dragged her to like, they're one of my favorite bands to the point that I was at a, um, so for those of you who don't know, I worked in radio. Tran um, in uh, terrestrial radio for the past 24 years. And last Friday was my last day in in uh, terrestrial radio. And uh, one of one of my first gigs was at this radio station called WHFS, and they did this thing called the HF Festival, and one of the HF festivals, I sat next to Modest Mouse at a table backstage. And I was like paralyzed in fear of just because I could not, like, I didn't know what to say to them. And to this, like, like, like today I look back and I'm like, I still don't know what I'd say to them, but because I have nothing to say to them. But favorite band, dragged my wife to see them multiple times. I'm going to play a song right now. It's called Satellite Skin. And it was like in this era after Modest Mouse had signed to a major label and kind of changed their sound a lot. And a lot of like the old school Modest Mouse fans kind of like had had like given up on them. And then they put out this EP and it was it, uh, to me it was brilliant it was like old school modest mouse it's angular it's angry it's got like isaac brock's kind of you know very imaginative not imaginative but like just super creative vocals and lyrics and and like i told a lot of people like oh yeah modest mouse and like oh i like i like modest mouse but you know, they kind of suck now. And I'm like, no, listen to this EP and listen to the first track on it, Satellite Skin, because it's like old Modest Mouse. And, 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 and here it is. So here's my wife's top hated song, As Loved by Bobby Cardoni on the Sixer podcast. This is Modest Mouse, Satellite Skin. Thank you. 
If you break these mouth-wing feelings Powdering dust on your fingers We're now, we're now praying, we're kneeling Hard enough just to say you believe them Well, how the heck you think you could beat them At the center that you're trying to be them Hard enough just to say you don't need that song i like ugly casanova better always well oh that was another but that's like uh, okay i know ugly casanova for those who don't know is isaac brock of modest mouse solo project which i also love but uh i just watched uh 
the I feel like I just watched that documentary. There's a documentary. Maybe I'm not as big as a Modest Mouse fan as I thought. Yeah, they did a documentary on I, and I believe um, it's called um, Lonesome Crowded West. So Modest Mouse is from Portland, but where's Built to Spill from? I feel like they're from Portland too. They're from like Eugene, I think. You're right. Um, and they're like those scenes are different from city to city. But it was all they all like kind of like simulated you from the K records. If you, but if you were from Portland, you were from Portland. If you're from Eugene or I can't remember if it maybe it is another city, but it was like you're from here or you're from here. And Modest Mouse did not want to be lumped into being like just a Portland band. Really? Yeah, it's all in the documentary. Um it's funny, it's like you just brought that out, that out, and and there is like a whole another like episode of of like songs that I love that I won't even tell my wife I love because she would just make fun of me. And built to spill would probably be like like number one on that. Mm. So yeah. So but what I about agree you? With what her. about you and Nikki? Like yeah. like are your like musical tastes aligned? Like um they're they're aligned. Um I don't want to I don't really want to talk out of talk out, not talk out of turn, but I don't want to say that I influenced her a whole bunch, but I think she listens to a lot of the same genre now because I listen to so much You've like of it. drilled it down. Yeah, into her like, like here, here's all the, all 1500 so, of those so, mix CDs. <laughs> listen to them. <laughs> Uh-huh. So it's like she's she doesn't have like Stockholm syndrome, but she does like Southern Pennsylvania. She does, yeah, yeah. She has, yeah, yeah. She has Southern Pennsylvania syndrome, which isn't the worst thing the to have. As, as as me and my wife, it's like we started off. I mean, we could not have been like further apart on the musical spectrum. Like she was in a band. Like she was in an all-girl punk band mm-hmm. and i was you know and, and you know she's like you know up on stage screaming and i'm like in the corner wearing like my sweater and my knit cap and my cuffed jeans and i'm like i'm so sad i'm emo like we were just like polar opposites musically and somehow so- together like in the past 18 years, like we have like developed this mutual musical taste. It's, it's really weird. Mm. So yeah, I feel like then like every once in a while, it's like these bands that'll come up like, like what's your next, what's, what's your, what's your first band. So trying to um, cut into her heart off the bat, and making her CDs because that's the go-to. Oh yeah. You trying oh. to you trying to date? Yeah. You make I mean, a CD. Yeah. Oh man. You trying to get into her heart? You know, it was actually pretty sweet. I was listening to a bunch I mean, of stuff it, it, like, recently. Like, like that, seriously, um, though. Let's 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 say something. 
there is so much more effort that goes that went into making a tape or CD than goes into making a Spotify playlist and drawing on it. Oh, and then you're going to draw on it. Oh my gosh. You had to know where to put the heart. You have to. So it depends. It w- See, I never went to the length of writing down the playlist because. Oh, I always wanted to come back for more. <laughs> you want to know who it is? You got to call me. <laughs> you got to call me. Uh, there was no Shazam back then. I know, uh, right? So, um, no. Well, what I was going to say was actually really sweet. Not long in a couple day, a couple days ago, like while doing this, is I went back and was listening to a lot of stuff that, like, when her and I first started dating. And I'm like, oh, this was like real popular then or, or what I was listening to. But there I had her. Um, uh, maybe I should say this for another podcast. Songs our <laughs> wives love <laughs> that will never be a podcast. Sorry. Um, so um, Rogue Wave, uh, the song Eyes was her caller ID ringtone. So nice. anytime she called, um, that song would start playing, and you've just dated forever, yourself. Like, yeah, by I saying know. that, that it was that, on a flip phone too. That you had too. a ring. It was on a Motorola, Motorola like flip phone. Nice. Um, but I'm not that old, listeners. I'm not that old. I know we're super um, twenty-two years old. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> We're hype beasts. Yes. Um, we both have right. head to toe Supreme on right now. Right. Right, Bobby. I got a Supreme bucket hat. Um, mm-hmm. I have a I like literally going tomorrow to get a Supreme tattoo under my eye. Yeah, and I'm getting a Supreme tattoo removed to be able to get a bigger Supreme tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> um. Why don't so, you introduce your first song? Yeah, I'm going to. Talk about I'm it. going to. I'm getting to it. Um, so first, first, uh, one of the first CDs I made my wife was, you know, you always do it with the lovey-dovey stuff yeah. or whatever you think is. So it's like right. your interpretation of it, um, right. which um, my interpretation of it is um, Desaparecidos, Connor Oberst. Right. Because I think anything he does is uh, romantic, (laughs) apparently, Um, which could not be further from what my wife thinks is romantic. She (laughs) fucking hates him, hates this dude. She's just like, this is garbage. He's awful. His like everything about his sound, she does not vibe with at all. She hates it. I love it. I think he just is so cool. So cool. Um, she does not. Um, so, so basically, Connor Oberst and Isaac Brock and our wives need to go out to dinner together. And it would be like a royal rumble of mm. just, and like, may the strongest survive. Or they leave us. Or they leave us. Or they leave us. Yeah. And mm. now all the songs are written about them. Ooh. Oh, I'll, we'll still buy their music. Ooh. Yeah, I think we we need to start that band. So what what's this song? So um, this is 
Despercitos, um, man and wife, the latter. Um, enjoy and this. this. Is, and I could just tell by the title. You're like, this is going to win her heart. Like, I got this. Yeah, and it's about dating. So, yeah, yeah enjoy. Yeah. <laughs> What do you think about that, Bobby? That's a good song about divorce. It, 
<laughs> that almost like just to like bring it all full circle i wanted the first song that my wife and i danced to at our wedding to mm-hmm. be a modest mouse song and she like totally nixed that like she was like no that's not gonna happen and it was it was totally a modest mouse song about divorce but um oh cool what's amazing um, is that is that project of connor's is is like so not connor oberst because it's like what he can like be excited and have energy i don't know it's weird yeah i mean he and he did a good amount with um with some other albums like there's like three or four songs kind of mixed in where they're they're quick they're quicker songs um but with um with with that band in particular i just i i love them yeah i guess there's nothing really sexy or romantic when there's a shaking voice (laughs) and and he very much does have that like shaking voice yeah um and that's funny we were talking about um nikki and i we danced to at our wedding sea of love by cat power really that was our first dance see that would be cat what was your what was your song that you first it was, what was your first dance um it was yeah yeah yes um i can't think of can i song. can i guess what it was yeah it's not maps it was maps <laughs> It was maps. It, it was, was maps. maps. It was okay, maps. I was gonna say, um, I was gonna say, not why control, but um, <laughs> um, they don't love me like it. Love me That's like maps. Love. They don't love Is me like it? I love you. Yeah. Maps. Oh yeah. Okay. That was it. Right. I couldn't remember Never the name mind. of the song. Nailed it. That's a good. That band's cool. Canadian. That was uh, no New York. They're not Brooklyn. Yeah. <gasps> Canada's not from Canada. She may be from Canada. I don't know. Yeah, I, re- well, I read this really interesting book. That do you know that brand Triple Y Soul or yes, Triple Five Soul? Yeah, yeah. They all worked for Triple Five Soul like back in like like when they were coming up, and they were talking about how <laughs> their job was to like stitch in the little drug pack in the like in <laughs> the pockets cool. of their like sweatshirts. Anyway, they also we, lived with uh, Metric. Which is really cool. well metric mm-hmm. is canadian metric is canadian yeah that's why i think the correlation that i had in my brain um which i don't know if you guys haven't heard the aas i'm sure you have check it out they're a whole check, new podcast they're, they're, that's like a whole nother podcast category for me yeah that, um, but if you don't if you don't like uh desperacitos then check out uh um yeah, yeah, what's yeah. the what's the big album from them? Fever to tell. Fever to tell. Yeah, Fever to tell is the big one. And that's I'm a gonna... good one. That has that has like seven banging songs that you will you'll spend a summer on that album if you haven't heard it. Yeah, for sure. Hot girl summer. Um. So, but I'm gonna go into my next song because yeah. I, let me there's hear a really how good segue. Gonna... 
into my next song because my next song isn't isn't it's not a representative of a song it's it's just a representative of a whole almost genre of music and i picked a song but i could have very easily picked a phoebe bridger song who mm-hmm. connor oberst um yep it always a, comes a, back to him, has, doesn't has it? Has a really great collaboration with. Um, he kind of found her as well. Right. Not found her, but I think kind of like brought her to light. I, th- I think he did something with Saddle Creek for her. Yeah, he did a collaboration with her. And, and she was um, very young when that, uh, I think that's that's quite some time ago no no it was just it was just last year um no couldn't have been yeah it was called the better oblivion community center and all right two years ago but um but well you know during (laughs) i guess during COVID, everything feels like five years yeah but um I like Phoebe Bridgers. I like Lucy Dacus. I, I, I like female fronted kind of like solo singer songwriter musicians. And this next song is, is, is by an artist named that goes by Waxahachie. And it was one of those bands, one of like the weird thing is my wife and I, we both love music and we turned our annual vacation into going to South by Southwest, which is like a music lovers paradise. I mean, it's just like, I mean, you can't, I mean, you can't go five feet without tripping over like a, like a musician playing. And one, one of the year, one of the first years we went, we, we went to see Waxahachie and I was just like, this is great. And my wife is like over in the corner, like, Oh my God, can we get out of here? And like, that's like the sign of like true love is like when I can watch a band and enjoy it. And my wife will sit in the back and just be like, this is awful. Or my wife will be up front and be like, I fucking love this shit. And I'm in the back like, oh, my God. Like, you know, like like writing weird tweets. Shout like, out this. Cloud Nothings. Right. Oh, we got to put that <laughs> picture up. Kevin, I'm going to send you the picture of my wife asleep at a Cloud Nothings concert <laughs> that I took of her after the show. She'll, she'll kill me. She may divorce me. But, um, All right, let's let's hear this thing. This is uh, I'm hungry. Waxahachie, West Memphis, on the Sixer Podcast. That's what I wanted. It's not 
Bobby, I'm going to do a deep dive into them. Do it. They're great. She is. Yeah. What's weird, though, is having been to Memphis and been to the top of the uh, Bass Pro Shop Pyramid, mm. West Memphis like doesn't exist. Doesn't every West big Memphis. city have a pyramid by the mud? <laughs> That's a Bass Pro Shop? That's a Bass Pro Shop. I love it. Um, which event nobody's been there. That's why uh, that's why people go there is to see that that golden pyramid by the mud. Right. Right? Right. I mean Nikki told me that it was there for she's seen it. I've um, been up it. So I guess it wasn't for Bass Pro Shops. No. And it's like it was, so well, go ahead. Go no, it. I don't know anything about it. 
all I know is um, when the alien come down and ain't they just going to see a big old pyramid by the mud? (laughs) (laughs) So it was like built as like a basketball arena. And like Mike Tyson fought there for who? What? Yeah, was the, anything in there, or did you just people, fight somebody immediately think, after they built it? Right. He just walked in and got in a fight. But then it like it like went out of like I guess like nothing would like come there, and the guy that owns this is now no, no, let me tell you something. Preface: This is what they tell you in the elevator going to the top of the Bass Pro Shop Pyramid. There's it's, a tour? Oh, yeah. Oh, oh I think I paid God. like 25 I have bucks to, to go. go. <laughs> you have to go you to spent Vegas. $25 <laughs> to go up to a fucking pyramid? Yes. Jesus Christ, that's not in the Middle East? That right. is a crime. You were down south, and you're like, $25, here you go. Put me in, put me <laughs> put in this me, elevator. Put me in the elevator. I'll do anything to go in an elevator. <laughs> But, um, I didn't even I didn't even get out. <laughs> I went right back down. I just thought it was a long elevator ride. <laughs> but um they said it was like the, the guy that like owned or like the CEO of Bass Pro Shops was like fishing one day and he was like, if I catch a, a five pound bat, I don't know what a what a good fish is, but they were like, he was like, if I catch a 10 foot uh, <laughs> 10 inch Keep bass going. or something i'll buy that pyramid and i'll put a bass pro shop in it and he and, and, and as the legend goes he caught the 10 inch bass and he he, he stuck to his word and he put a I, fucking bass pro shop this is in the this fucking stupidest <laughs> this is the dumbest story ever but it's also the most American story you'll ever it hear. It is. It is. Yeah, it is. So, that's so preposterous. But yeah, that would happen down there. He's like, I'm going to buy that thing. And then what do they do? They build. The, first of all, they scour North America for all of its taxidermy. <laughs> like we need. We, we need no less than 7,000 taxidermy animals mm-hmm. in here. Yes. And then they just build a man-made pond and put a bunch of fish in it and then have have anglers. <laughs> I think that's a cooler way to call fishermen um, that don't and... have hooks. And they just like catch fit. And the fishers just so like they put it in like against like that magnifying glass like that makes like bluegill look like giant fucking like musky like it's i there's nothing about that place that looks fun is fun like i've been in it they're all so they're so soul sucking and you know what's hilarious me and my buddy went to a bass pro shop not long ago and we were in like the boat section (laughs) and it was just like here's a forty thousand dollar bass boat and it was super crazy. And you're just like, what the fuck? This is insane. Like who spends this? And then you just like keep going down the aisles. And it's just like, you end up at like a $90,000 bass boat. <laughs> with your and, checkbook out. And they had all these offices with like salesmen in them. And you're just like, surely you're not having a bunch of people running in here, getting 
80, $90,000 bass boats. And they're all just sitting there on their phones. I'm like, like, this might not be it guys. This might not be, this might not be the dream. Um, Okay. You're anyway, thank you. Thanks. Who went there and paid $25. My name's Jerome. And thanks for, thanks for letting me share. (laughs) Oh, all right. Why don't we get into your next song? Oh, my turn. Yeah. Mm. So there is no West Memphis. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Um, so g- going still into uh I, I was gonna I was gonna I was gonna save uh save one, but I'm gonna go with excuse me, I'm gonna go with uh Viagra Boys. I love this band, love them. Um uh, Stockholm, not syndrome, they're from there. Um, not, not South Central Pennsylvania syndrome. They are not from there. Um, super cool band. They are. They started like. So they had. We had that like boom a little bit of like, kind of like that British invasion again, where. But it was like the Scandinavian invasion. No, it was like idols. Okay. Like how idols brought a lot. Yeah. Um. So. Viagra Boys was kind of with that a little bit, okay. but from years ago, from probably four or five years ago, um, they uh, they are just they had some mean records, and then it started to get like a little new wavy. Okay. Um, then it started to get a little dark, and then they started implementing a little bit of brass in. Uh-oh. So. It started getting a little funky, um, but really, really cool. Um, they're they're like very like satirical, um, but they're great. I my mean, wife they're called does, the Viagra Boys. I mean, yeah, my, my satirical. <laughs> right, right. Um, so my wife does not like this song. I love it very much uh i feel as if i'm part of this song because it's just this it's made to feel like this uh underwater dark dwelling creature that just sits there and doesn't like anything about the the new world um so this song that that reminds me of you this song (laughs) this song is um called creatures it's off of welfare jazz um sorry nikki this song's super good
made in copper And stolen bikes are shiny things with lots of buttons on them Well, all my friends live on the bottom They never sleep, they don't drink water They come out late at night and look for things that they might one day To keep me up at night We are the creatures Down at the bottom We traded scrap metal And electronics We are the creatures Who steal your copper Yes. You know what's I funny? Love, that song's good, right? It is. Yeah, and I, like I think that cool. my wife would really like that song. It's like right up her alley. So I'm going to introduce her to to that track. It's Or hopefully so good. she's listening right now. Hey, hey, Victoria, did you like that? Like, punch me right now if you like that. We'll see. Bam. Yeah. Um, yeah. So what... It, Huh. We have uh I thought we were gonna have these. I was maybe gonna have Nikki jump on here to tell her how much she hates this last one, but she very well may be sleeping with her with her son. Uh my wife has long gone to bed because dateline is over and she's like, have fun at your podcast. Dateline. They still do datelines. Oh, huh? my God. They, it's like two a night on Fridays. I'm like, I'm going to bed, babe. Watch your dateline. Two a night. Um, I didn't realize that dateline was still on. But you guys have cable, huh? Or do oh, you have... yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, we're never getting rid of it. We're never cutting the cord. <laughs> well, I mean, you'll always get a couple channels for free. Do you think that's still a thing? Antenna? It has to not be a thing. That's not an option in this house. With the Always amount of TV consumption that comes into this house, not an option to have two it channels. Has to, but is it only certain channels or it's just a lot? It's a lot all of channels. The channels. Like right now, we are watching this show, which 
reminds me of you, Mr. Pennsylvania. It's called Mayor of Easttown. Mm. I love it. I love it. Yes. Nikki and I are, we are very far into it. Um, the Pennsylvanias, um, the Pennsylvanias, I meant the, um, <laughs> excuse me, the uh, accents, <laughs> which you can call them the Pennsylvanias. Yeah. That guy has some heavy. Oh, no, she, no, Kate Winslet, like, f- I mean, like, the only thing she hasn't done this season is eat a pretzel. That's all a, she's done. From a Wawa. Like With she, a messy bun. Yeah, she needs to like go to a Wawa and just get a pretzel. And, and, and like that should be like the season finale. Like she solves the case and then just goes and gets a soft pretzel from a Wawa. It is painfully Pennsylvania. It is. Being from Pennsylvania, I can't tell you. Um, I guess listening to listening to the Sixer is about the most Chicago thing that I do. Uh-huh. And if you watch the mayor of Easton, Easttown, Easttown, um, it's the most Pennsylvania thing you can do. Unless you come check out our Bass Pro Shop, <laughs> which we don't have. We have, uh, they're called, they're Cabela's. even more Pennsylvania. Cabela's. Oh, no, Gander Mountain. Gander Mountain. I've yeah, never even heard of that. That's what they are. Yeah. Welcome to Pennsylvania. I, like um, a really quick deep dive into another podcast segment is that I did pick up on Mayor of Easttown that there is some new type of pizza that I've never tried before. And it's called new English style pizza, new English style pizza. Yeah. I've never heard about it. I have reached out to my pizza community and what we've determined that it is a round pan pizza and it goes, it goes crust, sauce, cheese, buttered. So it's it's almost like old school Pizza Hut, but we're trying to find it. But in Maravie's town, huh. so apparently somewhere in East Town, Pennsylvania, is something called, is a place that sells New English style pizza. So uh, hit us up on the Twitter if you uh, are familiar with uh, New English style pizza. Yeah, I don't uh I don't know about that. I don't condone that. I don't like that. Pizza's only good one way. And everybody knows it. No. Except this podcast. Right. Pizza's good every way. Anyway. Not in a dish. I'm I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm just going to go right into. All pizza's good. All pizza's good. And I, I condone you for saying that pizza as a meal is not good. Because if you eat a 16-inch pizza by yourself as a meal, mm-hmm. that's good. That's medication. <laughs> that's not a meal. You've sedated yourself. Oh. And, oh that's a shame. Way. Oh, I'm it's not a meal. It's shameful. You're crazy. You, you know how... Blissful. That's like blissful. A, what is it? Is it Ortolan that you have to cover your head? To eat, I don't know. Yeah, the, I will never shame myself. Oh, or I, I believe Ortolan is a French songbird that they poke the eyes out and feed. And they're and they're really small birds, um, and they just—it's horrible. It's horrendous. Um, and 
they just they the the french songbirds don't know when it's night and when it's morning um so they just continuously eat they can't they don't know they're blind now and then they get really fat and (laughs) then they essentially fry them in butter um but they're small they're like little baby birds um but it's it's custom to um when you eat them no 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 they when you eat them, you put a like the tablecloth over you oh. because it's such a shameful act that they yeah, yeah, not yeah, 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 yeah. that God shouldn't even see you eat yeah. consume it. Um, that's how you should feel eating a 16 inch pizza by yourself. Oh, no, can no, you no, finish no, it? No, 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 no. I, I will sit at the center of the universe, I will sit, I will sit at the Chicago Bean. I will, sh- I will, I will sit at the top of the Empire State Building and eat a sixteen-inch pizza by myself, and just love it. And then you step right off that building. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll fall asleep right afterwards. What do you guys have? Hold on, you, you, you like you, you piqued my interest, and to to our listeners worldwide because we are like a worldwide phenomenon. Do you have cicadas where you are? Yeah, very much so. Um, yeah. My hilarious, this is so great. Nikki sent it to me today. Um, so my kids uh, out front of our house, there's all these cicadas all over our bushes. Um, and my kids just absolutely freaked out when they saw them. Um, they're just like, this is amazing. Nikki sent me a photo of my son he has a little like RC car, uh-huh. um, like remote control one. And he took a cicada and put it on the driver's <laughs> driver's seat. Um, and he just, I don't know. They love, they love them. They're, yeah. They've been bringing them inside oh, um, yeah. like they're pets, but they're so prevalent. Like you just walk outside and if you just close your eyes and wave your arms around on any given surface, you'll be able to touch one so like they're, so they're everywhere doesn't know is that these cicadas every 17 years in the northeast corridor that we're in pennsylvania maryland they just come out of the ground as larvae morph fly into the trees make this horrendous sound mate and then go back underground for 17 years mm-hmm. and then and like, they are not small years, I will. I, I will say I. Um, but I feel like I, they look different than when we grew up. They come they came up with some new color. Well, I mean that's. I mean it's they're they're the uh, Gen Z cicadas. I mean they're not the Gen X. They're the SoundCloud. Yeah. Cicadas. Yeah. Exactly. I did make a really good cicada meme that uh, is going around, and my wife's like, <laughs> "Do you care that like everyone's like." sharing your meme and i'm like no i love it like i mean like should i put a it, it and and you know it talked about like putting old bay on cicadas mm. which old bay to anyone who's not in this region is like it's a seasoning that marylanders put on everything mm-hmm. and i was like oh yeah Marylanders. that's not good oh my god <laughs> which 
<laughs> All right, so let's just get into it. Let's Wait, just let's get on. back to, to the music. To, to not, let's get back listen, to the music. My wife loves it. She your loves wife it because your wife has taste, and she works for McCormick. <laughs> um, but man, it is. I am. It it hurts me. Salty, salty. Anyway, out there in the Midwest, you guys probably don't love that. We're worldwide. But anyway. Um, Bobby, okay. tell me about how you are going to ruin your marriage with this next song. Well, apparently I've already ruined it because this is a band that I described to... It's so, a band like, I love as well. I... Like, as I said, I just, I just got out of the radio industry to become a podcaster and a keb coin farmer and um i was telling my a former colleague of mine of these three songs and i and i said this next song and he's like what that band was a one-hit wonder and i was like no they were my generation's rush Mm. yeah to which he just blankly stared at me so this is a band, they're called Hum. And guess where they're from? They're from Champagne. Champagne. They're Illinois. from Champagne. Yes. Matt Talbot. I'm, I'm 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 throwing it out there to you, Keb Mo. Illinois, baby. But um, they were a band I loved. High school, college, broke up, got back together was like i cannot miss this reunion show and it was just the whitest malest dorkiest concert ever definitely and my wife was sitting there like a fucking trooper going oh my god I, i i i can only be here to see my husband enjoy this otherwise i would go outside and eat a, a cicada um but i mean the when when it came down to it it was like like it, like modest mouse she was like off the bat she was like a one number one band i hate that you love and then like i've sh- i've texted you photos jerome Ratbone of all of the notes that i've taken of like oh i could do this I could do that. I could do that. This was the one that she was like, yes, every other one of those bands, I can find one like ounce of their music that I enjoy, but hum, absolutely nothing. Do I enjoy Like I absolutely do not find one ounce of joy in their music. So um, I'm just going to go with their, you know, a lot of people call them their one, their one hit wonder. And I'm going to play their one hit, even though they have so many more great hits. But this is Stars by Home on the Sixer Podcast. She thinks she missed the train to Mars. She's out back counting stars She 
She thinks she missed the train to Mars She's out back counting stars
I love that band. I love that song. Oh, there's a there's a great radio there are, story. W- was that Mud Records? Uh, Should be. I don't know, but I was going to tell a great radio story where they played. Um, they tell played it. that song on the Howard Stern show, and let me they 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 like set up they like showed up and they brought their full gear. And they set it up like in the hallway of the radio station mm-hmm. and we're just playing like at full blast at 9am, you know, like on a Tuesday morning, they played that song and just like drove the whole building like berserk more than like, you know, more than normal of a Howard Stern show back in the nineties when Howard Stern was good. I read, I read something like he makes something like, like a hundred some million dollars a year who howard stern no really to to work like he almost makes like a million dollars a day oh my god i mean i remember the only thing i remember from like how big that was was private parts was great um but his the signing to sirius yeah was was giant it was like one of the biggest like entertainment contracts oh that's the only reason that i mean to this day i have serious radio and he's great i mean he's like it was it was because it was because he signed and at the time it was funny i say that I, i still have it because i i loved howard and i but um, he jumped, and I was like, "I'll never go." And then my wife, my my now wife, it's it's the wife show. She she bought me a Sirius radio when he first signed on, and like I signed up for the subscription, and then I saw that they had a lifetime subscription at the time, where you could pay like a flat fee. It was like th- it was like three hundred bucks for like a lifetime subscription. I was like, yeah, you know what? That makes more sense than 30 bucks a month. Let's do it. And uh, they have like been trying to get me out of it for so long. But yeah, his deal right now is like so ridiculous. So like he works like a hundred, like a hundred some days a year and he makes like just millions of dollars. And it's like, why would you quit if someone's just going to throw millions and millions of dollars at you to work less days than you have off? Listen, we've anyway. talked about rich CEOs. Now we're talking about a rich guy. Enough with these. Let's yeah. eat them. Let's eat them. Eat, them. Like the, eat the rich. Eat, eat the cicadas. Eat the rich. You want to talk about guys? Who famously said eat the rich? I don't know. Aerosmith? I don't know. <laughs> 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 Aerosmith. I was gonna. I was. I don't. I don't know who I was I thinking. Think I but, did. but you know who does not take any. Days she's off? hot. Who? What's her name from Aerosmith? Liv Tyler. That's his daughter. Yeah. She's hot. God, he's always looked like a. He's what I imagined Peg from. Um, married, married with, with children, children. <laughs> looking like later, like after, like a shitty heroin bender for a while like yeah 
Steven Tyler does kind of look like a uh like 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 a like a soccer lax baseball mom after like four bottles of Pinot Grigio. What dude, fuck no. He looks insane. He has a million scarves like coming out of every pocket. <laughs> right. He wears eyeliner. He's 85 years old. Right. Like he and, has and, highlights. And on a Sunday morning, after like 17 bottles of Pinot Grigio, she's out, he's out there watching her son play shortstop and going like, Yeah, maybe after living she- on the edge. <laughs> Yeah. yeah those bottles were boofed um so all right i'm gonna reel you back in what's your last song so this is um bobby and i think so much alike we're just we're made we're made to do this together huh buddy i know listen um hey kev why don't kev mill why don't you go spend some quality time with your wife have another kid Bobby quit his job. Quit it's my job for in, this. It's all in this. Um, uh, so haven't gotten that first paycheck though, Kev. So um, I want. I went. DM um, me. Uh, we can talk about that. I went. Um, I went with a Chicago band as well. Um, funny enough, Bobby and I both ended on Chicago band. Chicago band that I love. Um, uh, the Lawrence Arms. Um, my wife does not like this song. Um, doesn't hate this band fucking hates this song so um those are you you guys probably definitely know who the lawrence arms are uh where where the listeners are the listeners are everywhere aren't they but most people most people know the lawrence arms um lawrence arms are from they're from chicago um they were first on so i have like a long like lineage with the lawrence Arms. so um uh they were on asian man records uh-huh. like kind of off off the go um so they were ska they had some ska shit um brendan kelly had some ska shit going on for sure um then they jumped to fat records so then they link up with um fat mike so it's like isn't he like he's like is he the he's the guy that's like scum of the earth right now like no one likes him no, never mind. Fat Mike, maybe. I don't know. I'm not on social media, so I never know. Maybe. I feel like he's like a COVID denier, maybe. Huh. I could see it, and I cannot see it. I, it's both. It's pretty uh, volatile uh, characters over there at Fat Records, which is a great label. Um, but uh, with the Lawrence Arms, Chicago band really cool um they had uh uh the probably most famously known for old calcutta that album was really good this song is off of metropole which is uh um the second newest i believe um anyway this song is called um the ymca down the street from the clinic Down the lane, for the world's biggest dick. You can smell the rats dying as 
ship starts to sink down beneath or our embraces and tears up against the bars staring down their years you told me to kiss you cause we were at the end and I said I wouldn't miss you cause baby I'd be dead and that's the only way it seemed that I could get away otherwise I'm nothing without you go um what do you think about that uh bobby that's uh one of my favorite um lines is that is uh um crying under the elect dryer for your hands <laughs> um somehow i, I was I, telling I nikki i was like somehow like. i'm like i love i love that they've really nailed sad punk that was my uh my quote you ever 
just kind of check yourself throughout the day of like stupid shit you said. And that was mine today was saying they really nailed sad punk. The fuck am I talking about? Gives a shit. This is all. Oh, um, what do you got, Bobby? I got nothing. Does the world hate fat Mike? Yeah, I think that yeah. they kicked they kicked out Fat Mike He's from the done. FX. Yeah. Well, but I don't was think a good, it was, it was I, a I good think it was a good thirty five year run. Yeah, <laughs> Jesus. And a million. <laughs> that's one of my. Fa- hey, and if the listeners, if you didn't get into no effects, now's the time. I'd probably yeah. start out with Heavy Petting Zoo. That's it's a good one. <laughs> heavy it's Petting Zoo or. Uh, drunk in public it is a lot of fun it's always good seeing you it's always good hearing you i'm headed to new york tomorrow with the fam oh yeah what are you doing in new york pizza tour really Uh, we're going to the beach maybe uh rockaway queens um so it's supposed to be to joey ramon supposed to oh yeah yeah that song right um there's a lot of cool stuff going on in new york though everything's hmm. everything's back in new york unfortunately i don't think the weather is supposed to be back. no the weather is supposed to suck so um, everything that so so i don't know when but it's all but this. it's all of the homies getting together oh, like nice. all of them we haven't nice. all been together for years so well no actually last year but um uh it feels we haven't like, been together like for months time. Yeah, right. Feels like a long time. I I love the dudes. Nice. Um what do you have going um everything that I have weekend? going on this weekend has been canceled because it's supposed to be 45 degrees and raining this mm. Memorial Day weekend. So I'm just going to sit on the couch and rewatch Mervis Town and practice my south eastern pennsylvania accent can you give us a little taste hey hey yeah no yins is nah nah that's west yeah i'm just gonna drink rolling rock and yingling and use guises use guys use use guises use guises um, and uh, uh and this is no spoiler um but in in a skit making fun of Town is my wife and I laughed so hard. We quote it daily. Is um, the main character um, unveiling this this victim, and she goes, "Oh no, oh no, I know her, oh, no, oh no, yeah, yeah I they know, know everybody on that show. Um, yeah, well, it's small towns, but um, the um, the accents are grating. But um, one of the greatest things that out of that show is that it was like a tweet and it was like man tv shows will make up the stupidest band names to put you know like to put their to put music on the show and on the show they say oh and that was there's like a college radio station they're like the college radio station dj goes and that was mannequin pussy 
on WXPK. <laughs> yeah. And that's what this tweet was. It was like, man, they just made up some stupid band name called Mannequin Pussy. And there really is a band from Philadelphia yeah. called Mannequin, Mannequin Pussy. Pussy. Who's yep. fucking good. And the mm-hmm. song they played on that show was terrible. And bring it all full circle. Guess what? I saw Mannequin Pussy open up for Hot Snakes. It was one of my top three favorite bands. Hey. And Bobby's wife was asleep in the back. That's right. But I'm Bobby. That's I'm right, Bone. This is the Sixer Podcast. Maybe we'll see you again. Yeah, maybe. Have a good weekend um, yeah. and spit on your friends. That's right. Double vax.